Hello and welcome to the Boy Breakdown podcast, another lowdown show with Johnny and Dana. And this lowdown is on Aaron Ramsey. And before you think, no, it is not the Aaron Ramsey that was the Welsh international. It is Aaron Ramsey from Aston Villa. And he's the 20-year-old and he was at Norwich earlier this season, uh, scoring three goals in 20 games. Um, but to get some insight and hit before we give our thoughts and feelings, we spoke to Charlie from the AFC Academy um, Academy AVFC to find out a little bit more about Aaron Ramsey. So, Aaron Ramsey, he's um, obviously just turned 20. He's um, come through the Villa Academy. Um, he's the younger brother of, of Jacob, um, who obviously has shot to prominence with the Villa first team. He is a, a pretty similar style of player. So, he's an attacking midfielder, sometimes can be used in a wide area. Um, he has made his Villa first team debut, so um, he, he made uh, his first senior appearance against Barrow in the League Cup last season before he went out on loan to League One in the second half of the season with Cheltenham, um, and obviously has moved to Norwich this season, um, and he scored uh, a few goals. I think what you'll see from him in terms of style is he's someone I've compared his, his sort of style of play is the sort of Frank Lampard mould, um, so someone who arrives late into the box um, and and it, it really provides good numbers in those areas, so goals and assists are what I'd be looking at with him. So his style of play, he, obviously he does like to get involved in the build-up, but I, I'd, I'd probably say the final third is probably where you'd expect to see more of him. What that means is he's got good combination play. Uh, we saw this a lot during the under-19 Euros, which England won um, his link up with Carney Chukwemeka who at the time was a Villa player um, was something that was was really positive to be seeing during that tournament he likes those little one-twos so the, the, the movement off the ball is an area which I'd really expect to see him shine in um, and then the final third like I say those goals and assists so um, getting into the right areas there's a goal that he scored earlier this season for Norwich where he, he had a really good passage of play with, with Timmy Puki and, and played a one-two and then provided the finish so that's that's really what I'd expect to see from, from Aaron going forward some of his strengths um, are Again, that that sort of directness. Um, so, really looking to create a shot, create a cross whenever he gets the ball. Um, I think that's something that that it can be to his benefit in this in this Middlesbrough team, and and perhaps then would lead on to something that maybe some fans would perceive as to be a weakness. Is that sometimes with a focus being in the final third, sometimes his game can be considered to be perhaps a little bit passive um, in academy football he's been given a lot of freedom in creative roles um, and something I would like to see translate a little bit better is how that that sense of responsibility comes into the team and, and is he making the defensive impact that uh, you would want from a player that's going to be committed to a promotion push in terms of how things go at Middlesbrough, um, I, I, firstly, I'm, I'm a, a bit unsure of what to think of this move. Um, one of my own personal beliefs is that an academy player can sometimes struggle coming into a team that has a lot to play for. And, and with Middlesbrough's position as a club and their position during this season, um, 
focusing on promotion, how significant that would be for the club, is how much trust they will put into Aaron Ramsey. Now, one of the, the things that will answer that is Aaron Danks's appointment within uh, Middlesbrough's coaching setup, um, and he will have a, obviously have a knowledge of of what Aaron Ramsey's strengths and, and weaknesses are, and and where he can be used in that team. The other significance for me is how the move tied into the departure of Duncan Watmore, um, and so I, I think the possibility is that that gives him. Uh, an opportunity straight away to 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 get minutes. Uh, obviously, we're not sure how how soon he'll he'll be fit. Hopefully soon, um, and hopefully that means he can get minutes too. And one of the benefit to to his uh, move is is the link up with Cameron Archer. And and there's there's a goal that I saw the Borough account tweeted earlier in the week against MK Dons in the EFL Trophy, where again it, it sort of displays the best of Aaron Ramsey. So picking up the ball in midfield and and driving forward and picking that pass with quality, and having someone like Archer on the end um, or Tuberak Palm or uh, Marcus Force, that that will be something positive for Borough fans and can, and can hopefully uh, propel them on to, to bigger achievements this season. I think the the main thing I would be hoping for from Ramsey is that getting good minutes, and then I want to see, um, like I say, that, that game translate into what will be the high end of the championship, so making impact in big games specifically, um, and hopefully things go well for him at Borough. So thank you very much uh, for that, Charlie. Um, positive words, Dana, uh, from Charlie there. What, what's your initial thoughts on, on the deal? Obviously, you were saying that Aaron Danks, you know, is, is, is playing a part in these transfers. You know, is a good replacement for Duncan Watmore as well. Um, and really good, like, like data metrics. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, really good data-wise, um, <laughs> what he was trying to suggest there. But what, what's your initial thoughts on the, the deal for Aaron Ramsey on a six-month loan? I think it's an interesting one circumstantially because obviously, as many Borough fans will know, his season long loan at Norwich did get cut short um, and we'll discuss that a little bit later on. So I think circumstantially it's interesting how quickly will he be match fit, how quickly can he make an impact. What I will say before I go on to my kind of thoughts in in further detail is he is only 20 and he's only just turned 20 as well. When I was looking on Scout yesterday, I think it said like 20 years, 12 days or something. So he's incredibly young. He's going to be incredibly raw. I wouldn't expect him to necessarily pull up any trees. I wouldn't expect him to probably be man of the match every game, but I would expect certain little... um, contributions and and what Charlie was saying there being in and around the box being somebody that can receive the ball in good areas and try to make a difference there I don't think he's going to be necessarily the key 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 ingredient and I can't stress that enough so I do think we need to maybe lessen any expectations it's also incredibly difficult for signings to make a proper impact in January I think the chances of a January signing being successful is quite low. We obviously struck gold. One of the, the the biggest signings I remember being successful in January was, of course, Gaston Ramirez. I wouldn't expect any sort of signing to hit that level or even half of that level, to be honest. So a little bit of patience probably needed there with him. But interesting, really interesting. I said to you guys that if he's anything like his brother Jacob, then you know we've got a good player on our hands. So... I think my immediate reaction is one of intrigue and interest, just to see how he gets on. Mm. I'm, I'm 
like you, I'm I'm intrigued, uh, but I also yeah. think that it's it's very low risk, high reward. Uh, if it comes off, you know, he's a, he's a talented boy. We've seen it in the championship already this season uh, when he was at Norwich and we've got an Adam Adam's uh, thoughts just coming in in just a moment. But for me, I think it's it's a good bit of business. He adds a little bit of quality to the sides um, if we need it. And, you know, if we need something a little bit different, I know we've got Riley McGree on that left-hand side and I think he'll probably fit into that more and he's looking for competition there. But he can also play yeah. in that number 10 role as well. And it's a good option to have. A young boy, and he looks very young, by the way. And it's on his photos that more he, he looks like he just, he came out, he just came out the womb. Um, <laughs> but it's it, it, look, it, it's you know, you don't play for England under under 20s if, you, if you're not good enough, and captain them as, as well. well, and captain them as well. And you know, I think he's I think he's quite a bit of I think he's a little bit of a gem, but we'll see. And I don't want to put the pressure on him because you know, very young coming on another lawn. Um, it, there's, like, there's no pressure on our side of things, but he does add quality and adds more competition for places, which I think is really good for us. But he does have, you know, like in comparison to last year where we were looking at Flo Balogun um, and he didn't have any championship experience, uh, Aaron does, um, and he was playing at Norwich. And I think it'd be good to get a Norwich perspective now because we spoke to Adam from the Pinkin podcast and YouTube channel uh, on how he was playing for Norwich before the deal was cut short. Hello, Middlesbrough fans. Adam Harvey here from the Pinken. I've been asked to give you a little bit of insight on one of your latest signings, that man, Aaron Ramsey, who spent the first half of the season with us at, at Carrow Road. That was mainly down to Dean Smith, our, our previous manager. The two of them had worked together previously at, at Aston Villa, and he felt he was a player that could step up to the championship. He'd previously been on loan at, at Cheltenham Town in League One, just one goal down there. But when he came in, there was a lot of uncertainty, I'd say, uh, whether he had the ability to probably make an impact in a, in a Norwich team that was hoping to gun for promotion. But we probably start to see the best of him quite early on. Uh, came off the bench against Sunderland to, to get a really good assist in a, in a game that we picked up all three points. And from that moment on, he never really looked back. Uh, three goals, three assists during his spell down here. Um, and it's a really good finisher. A uh, really great goal away at Rotherham to to win us that game. And, and also scored two against Stoke at home. And... I'd say finishing is probably one of his major strengths, that and uh, his ability to dribble. Very good at picking the ball up in, in tight spaces and gliding past players and probably finding that finding that pass for, for the sort of team of Pukki who thrives off really good service and arguably hasn't had much of that this season. I'd say Aaron Ramsey probably was the one who was the key creator and arguably one of our best players so far this season. Unfortunately, um, the injuries cut his spell short. That came against Middlesbrough, strangely enough, and... That knee injury then meant that he had to have surgery in December and, and that cut his spell short with us because Norwich felt that he was a player who was going to be out for a few months. That's obviously not turned out to be the case. He's now arrived at, at Teesside and he's going to be a player who's going to help you in, in your quest for the playoffs. Um, as I said, very talented young player. There's probably still some development to be had there. He's still very raw. Um, he's not particularly strong, very easily pushed off the ball, particularly in the championship, which is, as we all know, very... Very, very much based around physicality. That's probably one of his major weaknesses and something he needs to work on. But, yeah, as a whole, a very talented young footballer. And I'm intrigued to see how he gets on at Middlesbrough, particularly under under Michael Carrick. You'd feel that that could be a, a very good match. So, um, yeah, excited to see what's going to happen. So, so best of luck for Middlesbrough for the rest of the season. And Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Best of luck to Aaron Ramsey. So thank you for that, Adam. Uh, Dan, obviously he was, he was at Norwich and, you know, he's, he's had that injury now. Um, and, you know, initially you think it's a bit of a red flag that he's had it cut short. <laughs> obviously, if you don't have the context of, of the injury as well and you think, oh, a bit of a red flag that he's going on another championship team, another loan. Um, but they seem to like him at Norwich. You know, obviously a couple of things where he could work on in terms of like getting off the ball a little bit easier. But as a 19, you know, 19, just turned 20 year old, you're not going to have all that strength just yet. Um, mm. And that will, that will come into your game as you get a little bit older. But in terms of, of him, you know, had that knee surgery, he's come back, he's getting back to fitness. But do you think him coming back on loan is a little bit red, a red flag for Borough? How quickly can we get him into the team and also get him in contention, do you know what I mean, to, to really compete for Ryland McGree and that's uh, for the squad number? Yeah, it is an intriguing one isn't it because I don't think we'll probably see him for a couple of weeks I don't I know he was training with Aston Villa just before he came here but in terms of match fitness I just don't think he'll be up to scratch and it was really interesting so I delving into the Norwich opinion because a few of their fans were saying oh he he was nothing he was anonymous half the time the games passed (laughs) him by then there were some people saying that you know really intelligent runs coming in off the left to that number 10 position one of our brightest sparks um it's peculiar isn't it because Mm. Well, a lot a lot of them are saying, well, he, he didn't want to come back to Norwich because Dean Smith left and he, you know, spiced on me out, didn't want to go back to daddy or whatever, weird things like that. Um, <laughs> lots of conspiracy theories were being like mounted by the Norwich fans. It was very peculiar. But um, yeah, I mean, the, the whole knee injury thing, he was expected to be out for a number of months. Yeah, makes sense. It might be a little, little red flag that he's come back so quickly because what, does that mean in terms of, you know, has he been rushed back too quickly? Only mm. Aaron Ramsey himself uh, will know about that. But I, I just want to mention very quickly, obviously I mentioned there Dean Smith and uh, and it was mentioned by Adam, the connection that brought him to Norwich because of Dean Smith and Charlie mentioned it as well. The impact of having Aaron Danks there is really important for both Cameron Archer and for, for Aaron Ramsey as well because he mm. will know their strengths, he'll know their weaknesses, he'll know where they need to work, uh, what they need to work on, sorry. So I think having a coach that knows them and has, you know, coached them before is really, really important. And hopefully even irrespective of the knee injury, that can go a long way to trying to get the best out of Aaron Ramsey. Because, I, I mean, to be fair, I don't think we need to see the best of him, actually, just to revise what I just said there. We just need to see enough to add a little bit further quality when needed, you know, when Ryan McGree's out of the team, for example, because I think he's going to be his competition. So, yeah, important that we've got Aaron Danks there. The knee injury's a bit, you know, whatever. But, you know, we've got him now, so hopefully we can see a little bit of what we saw um, from his spell at Norwich. Because by all accounts, apart from the slightly somewhat bit of people that are mentioning that he was anonymous, he was quite well regarded there. Yeah, and look, I think 
anonymous uh, is a, an interesting term in football, really, isn't it? Because mm. you know, you as a player might not see much of the ball uh, in in the game, and then it'd be seen as anonymous. You didn't contribute to anything, yeah. but. Well, I think what he does really well on Ramsey is his runs and his off the ball movement. And I quite like what he was. I think you're going to come to it in, in just a moment, then I'm going to ask for you to, to dissect it a little bit more. But for me, when I was when I've watched his his games and very briefly watched his games, obviously against Borough for a little bit, and then also um some of his games prior to his injury, it 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 does seem that he's intelligent in a way where he can bring players with him uh, and that creates a lot more space. And when you think of how Borough are trying to attack space at the moment when you you know, we've got Ryan McGree as that, that, that free roam number 10. And he's trying to bring people inwards so we can create more space out wide for Giles. Can we do something the same with like an inverted uh, an inverted winger on that left-hand side? Because if he is inverted, then that's going to create a lot more opportunity for for, for shots to, 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 to appear and like more opportunities to be created, right? So... There's like little, there's like little wins, and there's one percent where you can get all around the pitch with these type of signings and these type of players. But by no means is he the finished product. No way uh, is he going to be a player that is going to um, revolutionise T side. He's going to have a statue, <laughs> and he's going to be selling books in, in you know, in, in T side for that. But, um, but I think it's, I think it's a good bit of business, um, and I think I'm really keen to see what you've been finding as well on Aaron Ramsey because there is there is quite a bit there which intrigues you, right? Yeah, I've been doing it because I, obviously when he was signed, we were told on our Telegram chat well, I've heard a little bit about Aaron Ramsey potentially coming in. Then it happened, so it wasn't really a surprise that he joined. Um, so shout out to whoever that was in our Telegram chat, but. I think initially I was like, oh, I don't really know too much about him. I've obviously done my arena research since. He's probably the Riley McGree prototype. Mm. Their, their heat maps are very similar. They will play in that left-hand half space and basically have a, a bit of a free roll, a bit of a free roam freedom, as what Charlie said has, uh, Aaron Ramsey has had in academy football. So don't be surprised to see him take up that left-hand half space if he does get into the team, which, you know, we probably will see minutes of him, of course, unless he's, you know, Massimo Luongo. But he's the type of player to probably float around. And what I noticed when I was watching his games is that he's somebody that occupies space quite a lot. And, and as you said there, Johnny, the Michael Carrick way is trying to exploit those areas of a football pitch, which might give a footballer just a little bit more time to be able to think about what they're going to do. He's very good at receiving the ball between the lines. The one thing that I think is probably a weakness, what I've seen of him is he does seem a bit or quite a bit lightweight. If we look at his offensive jewels as, as I have, he averages 10 offensive jewels per 90, but has only won 29.7% of them, which is incredibly low. And to compare to somebody in his position in Riley McGree, he averages seven offensive jewels per 90, but wins 40% of them. So, you know, just under double there. So I think for me, he's someone that will receive the ball between the lines, will try to pick up those key pockets. That's a football cliche, but I have to mention it. And I think he's just a creative influence. He was averaging three shot creating actions per 90 before his injury. It's difficult to sort of delve too far into the stats because he's only played um, just over a thousand minutes, which is the equivalent of 11 nineties. So probably about half of what the Borough squad have, but just seems like a really creative 
uh, influence and good combination plays. What Charlie mentioned is what I noticed when I was watching a few of his clips. Really good one twos. He he knows where his teammates are. He just he seems to have the awareness. Um, I wouldn't necessarily with the you know offensive duels and uh, and low success rate with that. I wouldn't really expect him to guard the ball particularly well um, because, as I said, he does seem to be a little bit on the light side. I think sometimes with players that do have a quite low offensive duel um, percentage and just to define uh, offensive duel is basically a player guarding the ball, be it with strength or with skill. And I would, you know, with some players, they could get out of tight situations because of tricky footwork and things like that. I didn't really see that with Aaron Ramsey, so don't really expect him to get out of tight situations. I know I think it was mentioned by Adam that that was a strength of his, but I didn't really see that, if I'm honest, um, when I was watching his clips. But, um, you know, in terms of percentile ranks, a decent threat in the box, I'd say, you know, uh, in the top 11% for XG per 90. Um, Really good shooting stats, a lot of greens that we're seeing, um, 0.26 goals per 90, which is in the the top 26 percentile in the championship. His passing is pretty decent as well. There's an awful lot of greens there in terms of expected assists, 0.26 per 90, which is in the top 13%. Um, So I think he's somebody that, he will definitely make an impact if he's played in the team. Very similar to Riley McGree, but probably I think with Riley McGree, he's a little bit more of a somebody that's going to cut inside and shoot. Um, Riley McGree has created the most uh, shot-creating actions mm. through shots. So he's, he's somebody to cut inside and then try to get a shot off. Uh, whereas I think with Aaron Ramsey, he's looking to link up. He's looking to make sure that he knows where the teammates are, you know, the team Pookies. We always seem to reference this on the podcast, but when um, Chia Bratpon mentioned he knows where his teammates are, big tick there, I think, when it comes to Aaron Ramsey, the link up with Cameron Archer as well. Um, yeah, I think three assists this season, three goals, marginally overperforming his expected assist because his expected assist is 2.4. But you know, I think he's going to be a creative influence, a little little spark that we might need at times. So I would expect Riley McGree to keep his place. Um, I wouldn't expect Aaron Ramsey to get um, a whole load of minutes, uh, probably cameos here and there from now to the end of the season. We do have to factor in the injury. But we're looking at that 1%, as you always mentioned, Johnny, the 1% improvement into this team. And I think Aaron Ramsey could be a, a you know a, an unpolished diamond, shall we say. Yeah, I I agree. I agree with with that as well, Dana. Like the, the I think the aspect of him, it's just and the whole signing for me is is how can we change dimension and how can we and I was saying earlier how can we make give a, a opposition team another problem to think about and like those things like that like that in, in games can add up. You know, like you know if you if you if you play a certain way and you have no fluidity in your team, you don't have like a, a sparkler or a luxury player as some people might call it. Um, you can be quite easy to play against at times and you can be a bit one-dimensional, but these different types of players um, who can come into a role, into a, into a squad, and into a side on, on a match day, they can just give us something a little bit different when we need it. And I think this is kind of the sign of what we want to have. It's not, like we were saying, it's not going to set the world alight, but what it will do, it, it might set T-side alight because that little <laughs> pocket, what we need it to have, and that little spark is, is exactly what we could have. But for me... 
if it, if you, and I think it's a, about an eight, about a seven out of ten sign for me. I think you know our fans, I know fans will want the, the ten out of ten, the Gaston Ramirez effect. But all we need is just to keep going now. And if we, if we want to get promoted, then we just need those key moments. But final question for me, Dana, is how would you rate the the sign out of ten? I think it's a solid seven. Um, obviously, it's a position that we do need to to strengthen in. We were sort of speaking on previous pods about that right-hand side. But mm. I, it, it seems good there with um, Marcus Force obviously playing um, as a wide forward, getting into good areas in the right-hand half space, as I Jones being the sort of backup at the moment. But it was the left side that's different, isn't it, that probably needs mm. that option and we've got that now so you know I think it's seven out of ten and um hopefully it could be much more than that it can be bumped up to an eight or whatever but I think as I said I'll reiterate what I said at the beginning don't expect a massive influence or impact from Aaron Ramsey because he's incredibly young and I think with young players we're going to see excuse me the rawness of them and you know Mm -hmm. this is as much a development loan for him as it is for Borough uh, an impact loan. So, um, yeah, 7 out of 10, I think it has the potential to probably be more than that. But we'll, we'll revisit it at the end of the season. Okay, then we will revisit it at the end of the season. We'll rate it. Um, we'll look back at this podcast probably as uh, 7 out of 10. Or was it a 10 out of 10? Who knows? Uh, but Dana, thank you very much uh, for joining me as always. And to listeners and viewers, thank you very much for watching us and listening to us as well. Um, but this has been the Board Breakdown podcast. This was the lowdown on Aaron Ramsey. And that was all your Board Match Day chatter in a pod of the Board Breakdown.